0: and each ruled his own kingdom with equity and fair dealing to his subjects in extreme solace and enjoyment, and this condition continually endured for a score of years. But at the end of the twentieth twelvemonth the elder king yearned for a sight of his younger brother and felt that he must look upon him once more. So he took counsel with his wazir about visiting him. But the minister, finding the project unadvisable, recommended that a letter be written and a present be sent under his charge to the younger brother, with an invitation to visit the elder. Having accepted this advice, the king forthwith bade prepare handsome gifts, such as horses with saddles of gem-encrusted gold, mamelukes or white slaves, beautiful handmaids, high-breasted virgins, and splendid stuffs and costly. He then wrote a letter to Shah Zaman, expressing his warm love and great wish to see him, ending with these words, We therefore hope of the favor and affection of the beloved brother, that he will condescend to bestir himself and turn his face upwards. Furthermore, we have sent our wazir to make all ordinance for the march, and our one and only desire is to see thee ere we die. But if thou delay or disappoint us, we shall not survive the blow. Wherewith peace be upon thee. Then King Shahryar, having sealed the missive and given it to the wazir with the offerings aforementioned, commanded him to shorten his skirts and strain his strength, and make all expedition in going and returning. Hearkening and obedience, quoth the minister, fell to making ready without stay, and packed up his loads and prepared all his requisites without delay. This occupied him three days, and on the dawn of the fourth he took leave of his king and marched right away over desert and hill way, stony waste and pleasant lee without halting by night or by day. But whenever he entered a realm whose ruler was subject to his suzerain, where he was greeted with magnificent gifts of gold and silver, and all manner of presents fair and rare, he would tarry there three days, the term of the guest rite, and when he left on the fourth, he would be honorably escorted for a whole day's march. As soon as the wazir drew near Shah Zaman's court in Samarkand, he dispatched to report his arrival one of his high officials, who presented himself before the king and, kissing ground between his hands, delivered his message. Hereupon the king commanded sundry of his grandees and lords of his realm to fare forth and meet his brother's wazir at the distance of a full day's journey, which they did, greeting him respectfully and wishing him all prosperity, and forming an escort and a procession. When he entered the city, he proceeded straightway to the palace, where he presented himself in the royal presence, and after kissing ground and praying for the king's health and happiness and for victory over all his enemies, he informed him that his brother was yearning to see him, and prayed for the pleasure of a visit. He then delivered the letter which Shah Zaman took from his hand and read. It contained sundry hints and allusions which required thought but when the king had fully comprehended its import, he said, I hear, and I will obey the commands of the beloved brother, adding to the wazir, But we will not march till after the third day's hospitality. He appointed for the minister fitting quarters of the palace, and pitching tents for the troops, rationed them with whatever they might require of meat and drink and other necessaries. On the fourth day he made ready for wayfare, and got together sumptuous presents befitting his elder brother's majesty, and established his chief wazir, viceroy of the land, during his absence. Then he caused his tents and camels and mules to be brought forth and encamped, with their bales and loads, attendants and guards, within sight of the city, in readiness to set out next morning for his brother's capital. But when the night was half spent, he bethought him that he had forgotten in his palace somewhat which he should have brought with him. So he returned privily and entered his apartments, where he found the queen, his wife, asleep on his own carpet bed, embracing with both arms a black cook of loathsome aspect and foul with kitchen grease and grime. When he saw this, the world waxed black before his sight, and he